Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, December 10th, 2020. Um, I'm doing it early today. Uh, it's been a long, a long week. And I have some uh, housekeeping to do, and then we'll get right to the stories. And these stories just have my mind boggled. Uh, I'm almost speechless. I'm really not even going to comment that much about these things. I'll let these stories speak for themselves and let you guys make of them what you will. Anyway, we do have a vid chat tomorrow. This will be our last vid chat of 2020. Uh, it will be the one at 2 p.m. U.S. Central Time. I'll be in there maybe an hour early. Uh, I've already got some questions and comments. Now, I, regarding the vid chats, uh, this will be our last one, as I said, of 2020. Now, there's going to be some changes in the vid chats in the new year. Uh, the reason being that the website, Daniel has been working very hard to expand uh, membership and so on. The website has dramatically grown in terms of members, and we've had some feedback from some new members on what they'd like to see with the vid chat. So there will be some slight format changes after the first of the year. Uh, I'll be talking about that more uh, as we get closer to it. And then there's going to be a new kind of vid chat in addition to the two that we have now. So just to give you kind of a general clue, I'm going to be shortening the time on the uh, regular vid chats. And then I'm going to add a special kind of vid chat for it's kind of a free for all, especially for the new members. Um, many of them have said that they didn't realize that these vid chats were so extensive. They've been going on a long time and they feel a little excluded. So I'm going to be doing vid chats just for newbies. Anybody can show up, but uh, I'm going to be encouraging new members of the website to show up for those sessions. Anyway, let's get down to business. Uh, I have two stories here that um, I'm going to be reading from. The second story is the one that really has me speechless, all right? And I've picked, as usual, some paragraphs out of these stories. Um, the first one is titled, UK Regulator Issues Allergy Warning Over COVID Vaccine. And then the second article, and again, I'll be linking these as I always do, in the, uh, in the posting when it gets posted. The second article was December 4th, so a little over a week ago, or just under a week ago, I should say. And this one appeared on CNN. And again, folks, I'm just going to read these sections from these articles. You guys make of them what you will. Now, most of you know, I tend to think that this is one big plan scamdemic, all right? I am not saying that people have not died from this thing. I'm not saying that the virus or whatever this bug is, is not real. But I do think the response to it has been way, way <laughs> over the top. Anyway, so the story about the United Kingdom, I'm reading... Uh, a few paragraphs from the very beginning of this article, the middle, and then one toward the end. Listen very carefully. Quote, 
the United Kingdom has begun a COVID-19 vaccination program. UK regulators have issued a warning that people who have a history of significant allergic reactions should not currently receive the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine after two people who had the jab yesterday had allergic reactions. Two National Health Service staff members who received the vaccine on the first day of the mass vaccination program suffered an allergic reaction the National Health Service in England has confirmed. The Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, or MHRA, has given precautionary advice to the National Health Service trusts that anyone who has a history of significant allergic reactions to medicines, foods, or vaccines should not receive the vaccine. Skipping a couple paragraphs. Quote, Professor Stephen Powis, National Medical Director for the National Health Service in England, said, quote, as is common with new vaccines, the MHRA have advised on a precautionary basis that people with a significant history of allergic reactions do not receive this vaccination after two people with a history of significant allergic reactions responded adversely yesterday. Both are recovering well. The MHRA advice states, quote, any person with a history of significant allergic reaction to a vaccine, medicine, or food, such as previous history of anaphylactoid reaction, or those who have been advised to carry an adrenaline auto-injector, should not receive the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Resuscitation facilities should be available at all times for all vaccinations. Vaccination should only be carried out in facilities where resuscitation measures are available. It is understood that both the staff members had a significant history of allergic reactions to the extent where they needed to carry an adrenaline auto-injector with them. They developed symptoms of anaphylactoid reaction shortly after receiving the vaccine, and both have recovered after the appropriate treatment. And one final paragraph here from this article. The vaccine is administered in two doses, 21 days apart. The over 80s and health and social care staff are first in line to get the jab in the national rollout, unquote. Now, remember that last little factoid, folks. Healthcare workers and people over 80, you're first in line, <laughs> okay? Now, I want to go, this is the one that really leaves me breathless, folks. And again, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to comment at any length uh, on this article that CNN ran, other than just to let you guys uh, make your own mind. Um, did I ever think I would witness the return of the king? Um don't really know what you're talking about. But anyway, I've, I shouldn't get distracted in the chat room right now because this, this article from CNN, and this was, again, this was uh, Friday, December 4th, so last week, um, and the article's titled, Why Vaccinate Our Most Frail, Odd Vote Out Shows the Dilemma. 
Folks, listen carefully. Quote, the vote to recommend long-term care residents be among the first to receive COVID-19 vaccinations was not unanimous. Out of a panel of 14 CDC vaccine advisors, a lone doctor said no. Odd woman out, I guess, Dr. Helen Kipe Talbot of Vanderbilt University told her colleagues. Quote, I still struggle with this. This was not an easy vote, unquote. Talbot was worried about whether the vaccine would work in such frail, vulnerable patients. Even more, she worried how it might look if the vaccine failed in that group or how it would affect public perception if residents died soon after getting the vaccine. Skipping several paragraphs here, listen carefully. <laughs> there is reason for concern. The COVID-19 vaccines have not been tested in the frail elderly, many of whom are residents of long-term care facilities. Quote, since they haven't been studied in people in those populations, we don't know how well the vaccine will work for them. We know that most vaccines don't work nearly as well in a frail elderly person as they would in someone who is fit and vigorous, even if they happen to be the same age, unquote. Uh, this is someone by the name of Moore talking. And continuing, quote, there's a question about the direct benefit of the vaccine if given to people who live in those facilities because we haven't studied how well it works in that group yet, unquote. It's this uncertainty that led Dr. Talbot to vote no. Quote, I have spent my career studying vaccines in older adults, and we have traditionally tried a vaccine in a young, healthy population and then hoped it works in our frail older adults, unquote, she told the committee ahead of her vote. Quote, and so we enter this realm of we hope it works and we hope it's safe. And that concerns me on many levels, unquote. Yeah, it concerns me too, doctor, on all levels. <laughs> Continuing with the article. When shots begin to go into arms of residents, Moore said Americans need to understand. Listen to this one, folks. Let me start it again. When shots begin to go into the arms of residents, Moore said Americans need to understand that deaths may occur that won't necessarily have anything to do with the vaccine. Quote, we should not be at all surprised to see, coincidentally, vaccination happening and then having someone pass away a short time after they receive a vaccine not because it has anything to do with the vaccination, but just because that's the place where people at the end of their lives reside, unquote, more said. In other words, let's give it to old people first and see if it works. And if a few die, and maybe that's what their intention is, 
And if a few die, well, that's too bad. It's just coincidence. They were old anyway. So in other words, folks, don't be alarmed if a bunch of old people who took the vaccine start suddenly dying. <laughs> folks, it doesn't get... <laughs> It doesn't get any kookier or, or crazier than this. All right, now, <laughs> leaping all the way to the end of the article here. Remember, folks, this is CNN. This is not coming from Alex Jones or anybody like that. <laughs> but all the way at the end of the article, we get this, quote, Moore said not to expect a change in policy out of the gate. Quote, right now... We just don't have the data to know how well the vaccines will work in these folks. <laughs> and if a few die, well, too bad. They were old anyway. <laughs> I mean, folks, you just can't make this up. Anyway, I'm sorry. Quote, right now, we just don't have the data to know how well the vaccines will work in these folks. And so we're going to need to be cautious at first because we know that they are by far the most vulnerable to severe illness and death from COVID. <laughs> We're going to play it really carefully until we know for sure that these vaccines will really be effective at protecting them, unquote, Moore said. Quote, as we learn more and we see if the vaccine works really well in these groups, then certainly my hope is that we can help these folks reconnect with their families because they need each other, unquote. So in other words, folks, they're running a big, huge experiment in real life, real time, on people's lives. And imagine now if you're an old person, an elderly person in a nursing home, and you're unable to communicate or you're weak or you may not be able to vocalize your concerns too well, imagine what kind of choice these people are going to be given. Uh, I have my doubts. But uh, that's the latest on the planned scamdemic and the vaccines and all of this. Um, <laughs> it's just... Yeah, Lee Veltman in the chat room says, nothing you can do but laugh at the insanity these days. <laughs> and this one, this one takes the cake. Well, we don't ordinarily test vaccines in old people, so we don't really know how they're going to work, but we're going to give it to them first. <laughs> I mean, it's just, folks, this is, this is out of control. I'm sorry, but this is out of control. Um, we have been told to wear masks, which are about as useful as a chain-link fence in stopping a sandstorm, we have been, uh, not to mention the hypoxia it causes, which, by the way, is an environment supposedly that the virus thrives in. You know, on and on this insanity goes. And it's about time, you know, that people wake up and realize that this is not really about any of that. It's about power, control, social engineering, and so on and so forth, in my opinion. Uh, and please note the words, in my opinion. But it doesn't get any more blatant than that, folks, right there in black and white. These people, in other words, by their own admission, do not know what they're doing. <laughs> and... It's just unreal. 
Jenny in the chat room raises another point that I have, I have run across. She says that they already know about the sterility these vaccines will cause. And I have seen some articles of, of doctors and other people raising concerns about these vaccines causing sterility in women. So, I mean, you know, on and on this goes. And, oh, yeah, don't forget about the treason, Hank McGurk said. <laughs> yeah, there's that little issue. <laughs> But yeah, you know, um, I live in a town where the mayor is one of these people that's going to defend and help everybody, and he's mandating masks, and he's disgusted at all the towns around where he is that don't have mandates. I mean, come on. It's unreal. It is absolutely unreal. So anyway, um, the so-called virus are exosomes made of monkey kidney cells and chemicals. Well, you know. Um, I, I'm, I'm not surprised, but folks, this, you know, I, I have tried on, on my blog site. If you're not aware of, aware of it, I've tried on my blog site to, uh, assemble as much as I can about, um, this whole plan, scandemic vaccines and so on. Usually they're in the tidbits. So if you're not familiar with some of this stuff, I'd urge you to go look at it. I'd urge you to, to go watch or look at the material that John Rappaport has put out on his website, uh, Catherine Fitz as well, because this, this whole thing is just way, way, I mean, it's a flu. <laughs> you know, it's a cold. So, you know, all of a sudden, after decades and decades, we're going to vaccinate with stuff that we can't, we don't know how it's going to work on certain segments of the population. But if you have any allergies, you know, you better not take it. <laughs> well, that includes me, folks. I've got the world's worst allergy sinus problems. So anyway, a heads up, folks, for all of you out there that may be contemplating taking it, if you've got allergies or anything like that. Uh, Britain is saying stay away from it and... <laughs> The CDC doesn't know what they're doing. So that's it, folks. Remember, vid chat tomorrow at um, 2 o'clock. I'll be there an hour early, I imagine, just for our usual pre-chat banter and so on. Don't forget, there's going to be a, a formatting change after the first of the year in the vid chats uh, to keep going with the ones, the types of formats that we have now, although I'm going to try and cut down the time on them. And then we'll be adding a... Uh, kind of what I call a free-for-all vid chat, especially for new members of the website, because we've just had a gigantic uh, mad rush of, of new members on the website in the last month. Uh, so it's going to necessitate some changes um, in the way I do things. So I hope everybody understands. Um, get your submissions in tonight uh, before I hit the sack. Uh, if you want your questions tomorrow in the last vid chat of the year. Anyway, that's it, folks. Uh, happy Hanukkah to all of you out there that are practicing Judaism. And um, happy Advent to those of you who are not, or happy holidays or whatever. But anyway, this will be our last vid chat tomorrow before Christmas. And then... Um, I suspect that next week will be the last news and views from the Nefarium uh, prior to 
the new year uh, because uh, the following week, of course, that'll be Christmas Eve. So anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and uh, <laughs> beware the jab. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless. <laughs>